up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, company live from Dallas, Texas. With me, as always, Champaign, Illinois. We are officially, folks, on winter break. Blaze, Bernardi, how you doing? How's Champagne, brother? I'm doing good. It's uh, BWB, Blaze's winter break. BFB, Blaze's fall break, was a financial success, so we're trying to... We're trying to double down on this, and uh, my win percentage is good, but I'm also hoping for the 4.0 GPA. I'm waiting for one more class, so we'll see how that goes. But I'm um, excited. This podcast is my full-time job for the next month. I love it. I love it. Uh, obviously, listeners, we, we took a week off, uh, but... Blaze needed, needed some time off from his time off. Yeah, ex- exactly. And on top of that, he's it's got exhausting. Those- He's got us on a tight schedule tonight, folks, because he's got a he's got a little uh, little outing with a co-ed this evening. It's country so. night at Cam's, I think. Oh. Fake news, <laughs> getting ganged up on again. What else is new? Why I needed a week off? <laughs> oh, and and folks, you heard him there briefly, coming from Chicago, Illinois today. Dave McAvoy, Davey December, Davey Dimes. How we feeling, buddy? We're really good. We're continuing to uh, ride Blaze's hot streak, which, I mean, what else can you ask for? It's the gift that keeps giving. He said he might have to withhold the picks from me, though, if I'm not nicer to him. That is true. <laughs> Merrick, uh, bringing us into our next interlude, this is what we got heated about. We got heated about fantasy football, the only one in the podcast who made the playoffs. Uh, how are you feeling? Well, look, can't get too high, can't get too low, got to be even keel, like our old volleyball coach, Coach Harry, used to say. Right, you 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 cannot celebrate the victories too much. Twenty four hour rule. Have we you even four, opened the fucking app? We we took twenty four hours. Have you even opened the app? You've made three moves in the last two years. It's fantastic, folks, folks. Three moves the last two seasons, and not only last year did we win the championship, we won the regular season this year. Meanwhile, Dave, uh, Davey Fastball sitting at the bottom of the league. Four and ten. I was ten and four. You're wrong. I was. I was not. I had five wins. And I was oh, oh, last. oh, Jesus! So oh. easy does it there. Wait, didn't you guys have a little sideways on who would have a better record? No, I no, no. So um, thanks for bringing this up, Mike. And Dave already paid me too. Full disclosure. I bet Dave fifty dollars, ten to one odds that he wouldn't make the playoffs, and um, he didn't make the playoffs. And that was the heated part of the discussion. You got to have a short memory, Merrick. So if it, that's not too long ago to bring up, then it's also not too long ago to bring up that Blaze came in dead last and had to buy our C- our trophy for our league. I'm not it, denying it. I've sucked the past the three years. I, I, I've sucked. I'm not blaming it on anything. I, Neither I, am I. I, just, I told you I stunk out. And I'm out. wasting Mahomes' prime on my fantasy team by not fucking winging any money in this, and I think I need to move on. Well, I think Full that rebuild. is, honestly, I do think that's the best part, is that when you said you could keep him, you acted like you were going to win, like, every single one for the end of time. And you're thinking I thought it was a dynasty. I literally it's thought hilarious. it was a dynasty. You're, like, you're the Ryan Pace of his fantasy league. You are the Ryan, you are the Ryan Pace. I have had some bad drafts. It's all right. Hey, sometimes you have bad ones, or you can be like me. Sometimes you have a couple good ones. Um, but 24-hour rule after today, we refocus. We got a first-round bye, and then we're in the final four. So, look, still a lot of work to be done for, for Caught Me and Marley. Uh, we, we've got, look, a really good chance to go back-to-back this year. But, uh, Dave, you want to get us caught up uh, enough about the fantasy football Get us back on track here. How did we finish two weeks ago? Uh, for the listeners, that would have been NCAA championship Saturday. Championship week. Yeah. How did we finish? Well, some of the uh, the better picks that I saw out there 
Uh, all of us ended up hitting the Baylor pick, which was fantastic. Um, I ended Great up getting the day. <clears throat> obviously I ended up getting the Utah one. That was the only one that we all disagreed on. Me and you were idiots and followed the trends on Georgia. Um, and then the only other one that was out there that we've got to touch on, I'm really sorry, Mikey, Iowa didn't even really show up. So no. that was the easiest money we ever made too. Um, at the end of the day, our records going into this week total blaze is 43, 28 and one for a 60% clip. I am 45, 54 and two. 12 games back of blaze, 45%. And Merrick, you are 36, 56, and one. Good for 38.5%. We'll give you the half point on that. And you are 17 and a half games back of blaze. Blaze still does owe us like 30 some games, though. So, I mean, we've got that going for us. Yeah, what a coward. I'll pick more for college basketball. I hope so. All right, fair. But yeah, I, uh, I don't know when you guys wanted to talk about it. I went back and listened to some of our old episodes. Yeah, let's do it now since the college football regular season is yeah. over. All right, yeah. So some of the some of the funnier ones that were on here, uh, we'll start in the order that we we uh, broadcast it. Uh, the Pac-12 was our first thing we talked about, and uh, the good. Me and Merrick both picked Utah to win it. The bad. Blaze said that uh, Stanford was going to be good. They ended up being a dustbin. Uh, Arizona State was our darling early on, if you remember. Uh, they they fell to complete pieces. Uh, in the Big Twelve, it, we had, we were really smart and then really really dumb, uh, really good. We all said that Oklahoma was going to stink, which I think we were right on. We just didn't quite finish the job there. Uh, and the bad one was we all liked Iowa State and we said that Brock Purdy was going to be a uh, a, a dark horse. Yeah, dude, honestly, I, he got worse every year. And I think the funny thing is, if like you told me that Iowa State and Clemson were going to be in a college football bowl game. I would assume that we nailed this prediction on the head, but they're playing in the freaking Cheez-It Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona, and <laughs> not in the college football playoff. So just two major disappointments right there for teams that had sky-high expectations. I don't I don't think any of us, though, could have predicted that Spencer Ratdog was going to go to South Carolina at the end of the year, though. Yeah, man, insane, like, but dude, with the, with the quarterbacks especially, it's going to be like this from here on out between name, image, and likeness, and there's no waiting period for, for see, transferring to play. All the quarterbacks see, are going to go where they can get the most money. Did yeah, you I, see what Wayne Kiffin said today too? He had, he had a presser and he was explaining. He's like, look, dude, we essentially created free agency in college football. Whether you like it or like whether people like to think about it or not, to your point, Dave, people are going to go where the most money is, where they're going to get the playing time. And I mean – there, there's so, no contracts that you can hold these players to. So to this point, one of the other things that I heard uh, us talk about was with the SEC getting bigger and everything, and now like with the alliance between the ACC, the PAC, or the Big Twelve, and the or the Pac-12 and the Big Ten is like we're on the road towards having like a big group of like twenty to thirty teams, the biggest teams, all having a semi-pro league where they just fucking pay the guys outright. I swear that it feels like that's the direction we're going. I don't know how it'll end up shaking out or what it'll end up being, but I mean, it's, it's definitely on that road and I don't know if this is the solution right now, um, but we'll see what ends up happening with everything. But I mean, for now it's still fun. Yeah, totally. Totally. What, what else were we right and wrong on coming from our predictions? All right, quickly here, the ACC, uh, we only really talked about uh, Clemson, Miami and North Carolina. Everyone else ended up uh, shitting the bed. Um, the best take by far in the ACC was Blaze said that Western or uh, Virginia Tech was going to stink, 
And then beyond that, he said, quote unquote, weird shit could happen here, which ended up being a rock solid expectation of the ACC because it was Wake and Pitt who nobody really had. Right. The odds on those two teams winning the ACC had to be in the 20s and 30s. Yeah, it was really – it must have been really high at the beginning of the year. But And you did say – I've even put here in your, our show notes that you didn't like uh, – the, the quarterback for Clemson going into the year. You said that he hadn't beaten anybody and wasn't really good. So that was the best take on the ACC by far. Um, SEC, our hot tip was to take a flyer on LSU. And we and the reason why was because we said Coach O had won a national championship recently. It's just hilarious how much things change in the in a matter of three, four months because this is probably middle of August. We did well, nobody this. told us Coach O was bringing his girlfriend and kids to training camp to practice with the team. So allegedly, we didn't have good allegedly, information. Allegedly. Or hitting on the AD's wife <laughs> at a gas station. Again, she was pregnant, too. So allegedly. good for him. Allegedly. He's got enough money to pay it. A Cu- couple of fun things that we did talk about, too. Credit where credit's due. Uh, Merrick said that he liked Ole Miss, and we all said Florida would stink. Georgia and Alabama ended up cruising here. Uh, the other thing that Merrick talked about was he said that he was off of Bo Nix this year, which because he stinks, which is confirmed. That is true. And you also said on the podcast that there was a weekend in October that you would parlay Alabama and Auburn both in the, both in the first half, and if you would have bet it, it would have hit. So hopefully you did end up betting it. So you had uh, a bit of a prescient view right there. Uh, and then finally, we've got the Big Ten. Uh, the good, Merrick, you said Iowa would be 10-2 and two and end up in the Big Ten Championship. You could not have been more right. Uh, me and Blaze both said that Illinois would hit the over in wins. That was rock solid. Blaze, you were absolutely perfect on your call. You said that Nebraska would stink, bet the under, and you said Minnesota would be good, take the over. And you said if you bet those, you're going to come out even money at worst. They both hit. Uh, or not Minnesota, Michigan State, you said take the over. Uh, so Michigan State, you said take the over. Nebraska, take the under. Spot on. The worst takes in the Big Ten by far. I said that I liked Indiana as a dark horse. They fucking suck. Two and ten against the spread fucking this year. Sucked. Two and ten. So so not even close. Luckily, I learned my lesson pretty early with them and started fading them pretty early after the, the Iowa game. Uh, we said that Michigan State and Michigan might not be very good. Me and Merrick did. And holy shit, we were wrong about that. And then uh, the last one that I had to put in here, Blaze, sorry, you said that you thought that Wisconsin could go undefeated this year. Yeah, I got merged on that prediction. <clears throat> so, overall, so, yeah, you got Mertz. <laughs> overall, Big Ten, we're some Midwest boys. We had some good takes there. Um, I'm going to give you a little prelude for August 2022. I love Nebraska to win the Big Ten West. I'm all, I'm going who's, all in on Scotty Cross. Who's going to be their quarterback? Today? I don't know. Anybody but Adrian Martinez, I think this is going to be a major upgrade. Put Alex Hepp in there, and, oh, my God, they might be playing in Indy. It's that Smothers guy who came in that last week. Yeah, he looked Iowa. good, just turned it over. But he's from Alabama. Nick Saban let him go, and I think it's Scotty Frost um, redemption tour next year. But we'll see how that goes. But uh, let's go into college bowl season and see what we got. Um, Dave loves these Group 5 Power podcasts to listen to, so uh, he can start us off with his takes. Well, I can, I'll can. i start off. I mean, the, the first pick that I'm going to have on here is going to be a surprise to absolutely nobody. UTEP's getting 11 and a half against Fresno State. I don't know which bowl any of these are. I just know that uh, UTEP is way too many points for them this year. They, they like to cover as dogs, and I would never trust them as a favorite from here on in. I really like UTEP here in this spot, actually. That's, um, Dave, it's basically a home game. They're playing in what, the, the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl? What's a PUBG Mobile? PUBG Mobile, baby. I don't I don't know. Uh, oh, okay. it's, it's, it's probably like a cricket wireless, you know? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> 
It's cricket wireless. It's cricket. <laughs> hey, hey, I bet. I bet by PUBG. I'm clapping so you can cut this out. I was going to say this is cricket. It's like cricket wireless, but you know, but they're focusing on the Latinos this time instead. Right, right. I was going to say there's definitely like a Hacienda or like a, or a cash for gold next door. Right. About it. No right. doubt about it. Right. I, and honestly, I don't have any other uh, handicap on that other than that I just, I've been on UTEP all year and we're going to. home game. And plus, in the really co- in, our co- and in our college pool, you have 15 games. Like, there's just no way you're not taking the teams that you've been riding all year at this point. So, uh, these, these other two, this next one, Western Kentucky, I've got Western Kentucky plus three against Appalachian State. The first reason why I like Western Kentucky is because I don't think the Sun Belt is actually that good. Like, App State, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, and uh, Coastal Carolina. I, I were the three studs there, and I think that um, Coastal Carolina was just super overrated early on in the year and didn't really beat anybody. Um, so this is kind of a fade the App State and fade the Sun Belt. I'm going to try and fade them a lot, I think, it seems like, based on the first uh, blush that I've gotten here. The other reason is more of a square handicap. Um, it's Bailey Zappi's final game, and he thinks that he's like a day three guy right now, and if he plays well enough, they think he could move up to day maybe day two. I doubt it. Um, he's their quarterback. He's got 56 touchdowns this year. But if he wants to be drafted higher, he's going to have to show up and run up the score. So that's the only reason why I'm going to. Yeah, Dave, I'm with you on this, too. I think App State's bowl game was against um, Louisiana Lafayette two weeks ago. And like you said, Bailey Zapp, he's thrown for like 500 yards, three games already this year. I think he's going to go off again against a team that probably just wants the season to be over. Um, I like Western Kentucky plus three, and I actually think they're going to win outright. And then that's, um, that's what I would do too. Honestly, the only other game in college football, and I'm fading. We're on the same side on this one, but I'm fading you on the other one. Um, what I love about college football bowl season, it's Monday afternoon. There's nothing else going to be on, so everyone's going to get a little taste in this game. And I want to lock it down with this taste. I like Tulsa minus nine and a half. Old Dominion, I think, is an absolute fraud. I don't think Tulsa is going to play that hard, but Old Dominion is absolutely horrible. Conference USA is so top heavy. I can see Tulsa winning this game like 28 to three. The game's over in two and a half hours. And then we just got to wait for Monday night football and watch Chicago Bears in Minnesota. Prime game. Why? Why do you bring that up? I'm only taking Old Dominion here because they're getting nine and a half, and it's only their second bowl of all time. They're still a relatively new, a relative newcomer to all this stuff, so I think their guys are going to be, be be hyped for it. It's also Monday at one o'clock, so like, th- does a hype factor even matter at this point? Um, I just think it's two teams that are actually going to be fairly evenly matched, and nine and a half points is a lot, a big line. You're right; the Old Dominion has been fucking bad throughout the season. They just got some big, uh, good wins at the end of the year to sneak into bowl season. A Monday day game, that's not bad. Yeah, it's, no. just some, it's just something to watch. That's why I want to put it down as a lock. I like it. I like it. Merrick, start us off with uh, one of your big investors at work. Boys, we were talking about it pre-show, but, man, this R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. First off, had dinner with the president last week. Great guy. <laughs> did, you, did he give you tickets to this thing? Oh, I mean, I mean, I guarantee you I could have if, if we really wanted to go to, to trashy New Orleans, but... But, look, I'd be remiss not to give these guys a shout-out. They're on like a $130, $150 million run rate with Worldwide Express this year. They're a top player in the transportation space. Uh, Arnell, kudos to you for always sponsoring this bowl. Home team again, though, in this bowl game. I'm taking Louisiana, the Raging Cajun, minus four and a half against Marshall. Uh, I... 
Look, again, I, I think it's too big of a, of a home game factor. Marshall's got a little bit of a travel ahead of them. Um, I, and look, I don't think they're going to be up too up for this game. Definitely not as up as, as uh, Louisiana is going to be. So I like that minus four and a half. Again, given the fact that it's a home game, lock them in. And Dave, I'm actually going with you. Uh, we're going to parlay the black lung, the minors, plus 11 and a half with that. And that, uh, that PUBG mobile bowl. Oh so, my God! You know what PUBG Mobile actually that black is? long nickname is amazing. <laughs> I love that. Oh my God! Why didn't we do this all season? Minor Nation, Minor Nation. Wait, wait. What is PUBG? It's uh, it's it's Players Unknowns Battlegrounds. It's a it's a mobile app. Oh. So yeah, I don't like. They clearly got enough money to throw it behind a uh, a sponsorship. Hey, when's that? When's that barstool ball? Oh, America, it's actually funny. It's the same day as the college football playoffs in the same time, so I don't think anybody's even going to be watching it. I, <laughs> I think that game starts at 1.30, and then it's like Michigan and Georgia starts at 2.30 the same day. It's going to be pretty funny. Jesus. That Barstool's probably not even going to be promoting the game. They're going to be talking about the college football playoff. Oh, totally. But whatever. Got to start somewhere. Exactly. Well, look, listeners, we're going to have a, a full slate these next two weeks of additional picks uh, for the other bowl games coming up. Uh, so, we're, look, let's not spend a ton of additional time on the bowls. I know there's not a ton of other games that we like, but let's stay on the gridiron. Let's go to Sunday, though, or actually start us off on Thursday. I'm going with a very unpopular pick. Uh, this year, and I think most years, the over on Thursday night, Thursday night football chiefs at the chargers over 51 and a half. I love the over here for the chargers. I don't know why. Um, I don't think, I don't think that that, that chiefs defense is probably going to hold up against Herbert and Herbert's been airing it out the last two weeks. I think they've averaged like 37, 38 points the last two weeks. So, um, I, look, I, I think, I think they're going to air it out a lot and, I, look, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. So I like that Chargers game over 51.5 to start the uh, the NFL weekend off. No, Merrick, I'm going to stay with you on this. And sorry if I'm interrupting, but I like the Chargers money line. I'm not a big money line guy, but Chiefs have not left Kansas City, Missouri since November 14th. And now they're going on the road for the first time, short week, new COVID protocols. It's going to be a mess. Um, Dave's going to talk about this. Chris Jones is already out, a huge pass rusher. I like the Chargers to win this game straight up. They've been playing well. Two weeks ago, they jumped on Cincinnati 24-0, almost blew the game, came back and won. I think that's one of those games. It's a young team. they got to believe in themselves. They had a huge road win. I think they're going to come in, and now they're making noise in the AFC West, and I think they're going to beat Kansas City Thursday night. And that's an awesome primetime game too, so I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be a really good game. Stav, who do you like come Sunday? Let's go in so, chronological order. Starts go Saturday, Dave. I got a Saturday play too. So the only thing that I'm worried about now is like they said 75 players have tested positive for COVID. I don't think it matters as far as like the health of these guys at this point. It just seems like a pain in the ass they have to deal with. And the guys got to sit out until they're they test negative again, right? So the Rams and Browns both have a shitload of players out, but Blaze already mentioned the big one. Chris Jones is out for Kansas City on Thursday, and who knows who else is going to be added to these lists. So something to pay attention to with all these picks and honestly with your college picks too. Like any of these can change in a heartbeat. But the only problem with colleges, half the guys, especially in these early bowls, you haven't even fucking heard of. And it's really hard when just like some guy on Twitter uh, is just like, oh, uh, or like Brett McMurphy tweeted it a couple weeks ago about Michigan State being like half the guys are out for Michigan State. 
So, and then the Penn State line jumped. So I don't really trust it for, for uh, college, but for the NFL, it seems like it could be a bigger deal with some of these starters being out. Um, so just something to pay attention to. Uh, on Saturday, I am going to take the under in the Colts of the Patriots. I think the Colts, uh, the Patriots defense has been under underrated all year. They're still one of the best defenses in all of football. And I don't think the Colts offense is very good. And I'm still not a believer in Mac Jones, even though he's proven me wrong every week for all season. So Carson uh, 45 and a half, so. Yeah, Carson, Carson Wentz is he's so yeah, bad. Carson Wentz is horrible. He throws horrible plays. Like the thing is, I like the Colts money line this game. I'm not doing the spread. The Patriots have covered the spread seven weeks in a row. You know how I feel about this stuff. They're due not to cover. I'm too afraid to lay the points with the Colts at home, but I'll take the money line. It's like minus 130. Jonathan Taylor's too good. Colts defense is so bipolar, but I'm hoping they're ready to play Saturday night. Indy's going to be rocking. That's a huge game for playoff implications for both teams. They're both coming off buys. And once again, I just think it's going to be tough for these teams on the road traveling with all these new COVID protocols. Give me the Colts at home. So along the same lines with the COVID, I one of my picks I have on here is I'm uh, Lions plus 13 and a half. I picked them uh, mainly because they're 13 and a half point dogs at home and they're playing the Cardinals. <clears throat> but the Lions have six DBs out. I think most of them will be back by the time this game ends up playing. So you want to just double check on that. But the biggest thing is that, uh, what is it? Is what's his name? Dan Campbell. Like he's not going to just lay over. He's going to do everything to, to cover the spread. He's like, fighting for his job. I know. Like if they're down by 28, they might still go for it and try and get back in the game. So it's, they're not going to ever lay down. So I'm gonna always take I'm gonna take them this week with getting three thirteen and a half at home against the Cardinals. And the spread might go up if more guys get COVID. So just, I don't know. It's weird. I don't think they'll cancel any games, but to Blaze's point, it's just a weird week coming up here. Yeah, and I think the thing is too is like just going from one side of the spectrum to the next is favorites went eleven and three against the spread last week. There's due to be a regression to the mean, and I think you have to play those large dogs this week. Yeah, Merrick, you, you got burned as far as podcast picks go because all the favorites won last week. You didn't get the free money. Yeah, and I, I didn't I didn't get I haven't gambled a single game in three. Come weeks. on. Yeah. Come on. But yeah, no, I think double digit dogs might be the play this week, just blind betting just after what happened last week. I don't like that. I mean, I I I do like a lot of these favorites. There are a lot of double digit favorites, uh big spreads. I mean how do you not take the Packers, though, again, after watching what Aaron Rodgers did on Sunday Night Football of the Bears? Yeah, it's just kind of funny watching the Bears play the best first half they've probably had since, like, they made the Super Bowl in 2006, and they still ended up losing by 15 and not covering. How good did that offense look in the first half? Nah, it was still kind of fluky. They had that one punt return. That one, that one run design was actually pretty good, that one that uh, Grant scored on. Yeah, I thought that bird play was good too, but then yeah. you go know, the bird Matt, play was awesome. Then you do the Matt Nagy special. You stop running slants. You just run five yard outs, on, five yard hitches on second and seven. And oh my God, Allen Robinson is checked the fuck out. Holy crap, that guy gives zero fucks. Dude, I thought the same thing. Like obviously, Tevin Jenkins was the one that had the spotlight on him because uh, Peters went out so early, and Jenkins played like absolute dog shit. But you can't really fault him. But beyond beyond him. I'm with you. Allen Robinson looked like he didn't even want to be out there. I think the Bears could offer him $50 million guaranteed next year, and he would just leave because he hates Ryan Pace so much in that Bears organization after they kind of screwed him over on that contract extension. Uh, he's gone for sure. I agree. Yeah. He gone. All right, Dave, get us into your other two plays. We're talking about dogs. Who, are you, who uh, else are you riding? 
All right, the only other two plays I've got, um, I'm taking the Falcons plus nine and a half at the 49ers. Just seems like too tall of a spread for the 49ers to ever cover. They, they've been really up and down as a team overall. Um, I think they have, they're getting a lot better here at the end of the year with Kittle starting to be healthy. Um, but I'm just going to take the, the Falcons because just because it's, it's too many points. And the other one I have on here is uh, Washington football team's getting four and a half against the Eagles. That one is, uh, doesn't make sense at all, lying to me. Uh, the Eagles still haven't beaten anybody, and I know that I've gotten burned and I faded them in the past, but I just think the Washington football team's a better team than the Eagles. So four and a half points is a lot. I might end up just taking the money line on the football team. Taylor Heineke didn't look bad. Then he got hurt. Yeah, they put Kyle Allen in. I think he got hurt, but yeah, Dallas kind of dominated that game until they tried to give it back to him in like the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, but yeah, like um, I cannot quick. I cannot quit Vic Fangio. I'm going back to my stupid shit. And honestly, these Broncos plays have probably costed me like half of my losses. <laughs> I like Denver minus one and a half at home in Cincinnati. I think this Bengals team's a bit overrated. Joe Burrow's a stud. I, Zach Taylor's a horrible coach. The defense is still bad. And I love the Denver home team playing in December with less than a field goal. Cold weather, defense is returning. Vic Fangio. I just don't think Joe Burrow's going to travel well and be able to carry that um, carry the team like he usually does. Give me Denver, and that's my last lock for the NFL. Pour one out for Denver. Demarius Thomas obviously passing away last week. Was there a, a cause of death at least on that? I don't know. I think it was a car accident. I, I can't really remember. No, his cousin said that it was he was having seizures. Boys, anything else? I I, I don't have a ton this week. I know uh, we're about to all kind of kind of reunite here come Friday. Get probably going to be a few laughs, a few sodas. Probably a terrible time, but yeah, no, I, I want to bring this up too. And like, I'm in the minority in this. I really don't feel bad for Matt Nagy and his family at all. These kids live in Lake Forest. They get a great education. They're, Matt Nagy's family is going to have generational wealth, but my God, the fire Nagy chance coming on Monday night football on national TV at home at soldier field is going to be just the talk of the town and social media Monday night. And, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how um, that plays out for the Chicago Bears fans and the perception for um, the rest of America. He's got to be gone after this. After this, oh, hundred percent. He's a dead man walking. It's like they should have just cut him loose in Thanksgiving. That's why I think that report was true after Detroit. But the Bears are such a mess of an organization that news leaked. It's, it's honestly, yeah. Urban Meyer and Matt Nagy can buy yachts in South Florida next year and then just watch all the games on Directv from their super yachts. They'll be fine. Yeah, file it under the Cody Parkey column where it's like you feel bad for him until you see his wife and you remember that he made $5 million this year. Like, I think he's going to get over it. Uh, but, yeah, I think the problem with the Bears is you need to get rid of pace too, and Ted Phillips needs to go or at least step aside and let someone else make some decisions. He's yeah. been having too much power for way too long, and I don't trust the McCaskies to do anything right for this team except for maybe build a stadium to get us to Super Bowl and uh, Final Four in the Chicago area. That's about it. That'd yeah, be cool. I I don't know how you can justify keeping pace. I think he he's. I think Justin Fields is the man, but you really gonna have him hire the third coach after the first two didn't work out? No way, you can't do that. No, definitely can't. Can't make it last. Can't make it last at all. Davey, what about you? Any last thoughts? Nah, I'm looking forward to this weekend. It should be fun. I'm sure we'll end up having action everywhere. Uh, yeah, what's this rest, what's this restaurant we're going to on Friday? Fill me in. Ah, we're just going to Rinaldi's. It's the old West End. If you've ever been there before a Hawks or a Bulls game, it's at uh, 1326 West Madison. No free ads, but they've got cheap beer. Stadium like cups, beer. Merrick. 
Glock yeah, the big fellas. They're not not double doubles, but they're they're, they're the bigger. Big guys? They're bigger. They're big bears. I like yeah. the big bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just one more. Just one more. Just one. Just just one more. Probably might go have one more. One more little sippy poo. I'm a little empty over here. <clears throat> are you Is working that- at all next week, or are you off? Um, I'm supposed to be online Monday through Wednesday, but forget about it. Are you going to wait? Where's, where's the <laughs> wedding this weekend? It's I was saying the old stomping grounds. Aren't they both from here? Yeah, they and met you know there. Who's gonna be there? God, they're dorks. The Bernardi. My mom and dad will be there. Shows how much Dan likes me. Invites my mom and dad, but not me. Still hates me from all my Andrew High School volleyball success. I can't wait to walk in. You're such a dork. I'm sure that's it. Oh my! Can't wait. Hey, I'm on the wall of fame. He isn't. No, no, it's not even a wall anymore. They took your picture down, dude. Yeah, and they spelled my name wrong on the digital (laughs) digital fly through. Yeah. Yeah, hey, 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 Mac. It's not the wall of fame. It's the digital fly through of fame. (laughs) Yeah. Dave, they got Blaze Bernardi mixed up with Blaze Ukasowitz. That's what happened. (laughs) Blaze, if you listen out there, sorry. Shout out to you. (laughs) The odds odds of him listening are like substantially longer than the odds of you hitting a. Uh, Another weekly perennial. My next yeah. one. My next one. The odds are over a thousand. So uh, me and Merrick, we're all in. All right. Wait, is it, wait, are you gonna do a college bowl? Um, yeah, I got it out. We'll, we'll. We don't have enough time. I don't want to run through it. It's a twelve teamer with some money line plays. But um, we'll post so, it on so Twitter. So we, we will tweet it out there, listeners. We will tweet out the weekly perennial. Um, and and if you'd like to, excuse me, go ahead and take a look at all. Is that Omicron? You got Ed Omicron? No, no, I got. Like I'm, I'm negative. I'm negative on the Omicron. Um, I'm negative on the flu too. I just got what a little. Do, what do they think? They, what do you think you got? I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. Besides a touch of something. Yeah, I think I got the native flu. <laughs> but uh, hey, listeners, boys, big milestone, big milestone on Twitter. Paige Sporanic. Yeah, for those of you at home who haven't seen her, her two partners in crime. <laughs> Um, you've got to check these things out. I yeah, get, that, hang on, hang on. I got to catch a glimpse of these warlocks. Yeah, I will say that um, that partial cash out's a good deal at points, but their customer service is actually atrocious. But whatever, can't win them all. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, we're having too much fun, listeners. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. We got more more bull picks coming up. Check out that RNL carrier ball. Check out the miners and the PUBG Mobile New Mexico ball. We got a lot of good picks on Sunday as well. Until then, good luck. Safe gambling. Catch everybody next week. Peace.